Hey everybody, it's John. I wanted to remind you that we do have a Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash alien minute. Over there on Patreon, Mitch and I discuss subjects concerning movies and television and just about anything else we want to talk about. So uh, if you want to come over there, you can subscribe for $2 a month for one episode or $5 a month for every episode at patreon.com forward slash alien minute. Thank you. Welcome to Alien Minute, the daily podcast where we carefully dissect the movie Alien one minute at a time. I'm John Ingle. And I'm Mitch Bryan. And today we're looking at Minute 90, which begins with an exterior shot of the shuttle and ends with Lambert grabbing a coolant container. And once again, we are joined by actor Ian McNeese. Thanks for coming back today, this Friday, the last day of the week. And thank you for having me all the way from London here. On the last day of the week, we typically give uh, the, the guest a little bit more of a chance to talk about what they're doing right now. Do you have anything coming up? More uh, another series of Doc Martin or any movies coming up? Yeah, I, I, I'm very kind. Thank you. Um, surprisingly so, we had a... We had a meeting with ITV at the end of last year, um, the company that make Doc Martin. We had a dinner. Uh, we all thought it was all going to be sort of, you know, thank you so much for what you've been doing for the last, you know, 10 years, but it's all over and, and, and goodbye. But they surprised us all by saying they'd like to commission two new series. So we've got one coming out in 2017, starting in April of next year, and then another final one probably in 2019. So we're, we're looking good for two new series of Doc Martin, which is excellent. That's great. That's a really, uh, yeah, which is great. That's a very long run for a British television show, isn't it's it? It's a very long. And I tell you, if, if this was made in America, I wouldn't be talking to you now because I'd own my own island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'd be, this would be like CSI money that you'd be getting. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'd be on a million dollars a series and that, an, an episode. Uh, and I wouldn't have to talk to anybody ever again. It would be uh, that would be it, you know. So, unfortunately, it's England, and, and it's not the case. No, um, <laughs> still, it's known as jobbing actor. That's what we call us. Mm-hmm. What about Doctor Who? Is Churchill coming back anytime soon? Well, Churchill is coming back. Churchill is coming back uh, in the audio books. They they have a, a, a section of Doctor Who which is known as Big Finish, in which they do audiobooks and, and I did a box set a really nice box set of uh, uh, the Churchill um, years uh, last year and they liked it so much we're gonna make another one so I'm just about to record four new episodes of um, Churchill again uh, um, with the doctors I had to voice all the doctors uh, David Tennant and, and Matt Smith and and Christopher Eccleston and I had to do all their voices, and they all sound the same because I can't do anything other than that. So, but that was fun. It was fun. How did you initially get the uh, the Churchill thing? How did that come about? That came about because I was doing a play at the National Theatre um, uh, about a politician called um, Harold Macmillan. He was a prime minister. We had Jeremy Irons was playing him, and I was um, uh, playing the part of Winston Churchill in that play, and. Uh, the casting people and producers from Doctor Who came to see the play because they were looking for someone to play Churchill. And luckily enough, I sort of scooped the box, which is great. So uh, they then got me uh, to uh, um, to do this performance of um, Winston Churchill uh, on, on Doctor Who. Wow, that's pretty great. 
No, it was great. And I, I and just... not only that, what the, the best thing to come out of it was this: uh, they made a Churchill action figure, which 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 I gave all my children last Christmas. A little action <laughs> figure of me as Churchill. Dad, you're an action figure. So that was that was really cool. That's what that is really cool. And truth be told, Ian gave me one too. Really? Ah, there you go. There you go. I have one too. Nice. That he gave me. It's in my office. I just started that run with the with the Matt Smith Doctor last night i thought oh i should watch some of this okay and so i just got i just left off just the first episode and you're with the little cliffhanger you and the dalek uh shadow right. cast against oh, the wall yeah, so i'm ready to watch more later well, today you've got, you've got the great episode to come up which is where we are in the in the bunker in the sort of um underneath where it's all set it's a great episode yeah i couldn't believe when i opened the script to find out that not only i was going to be in a episode of doctor who which is a fantastic thing to be in but it's also it, our episode contains Daleks, which is great. So, no, very exciting. Well, John, you want to jump us into this uh, this controversy about Jones, the the dreaded Jones controversy? Yeah, let's not bury the lead here. Let's get right into the controversy. So, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of memes, a lot of suggestions. People have said things over the years in talking about Ripley and her relationship with Jones. And we've talked about it so much on the show already. But one of the things, you know, that people joke about is, well, Ripley went back. She she went back and got Jones. Like, all this stuff was going on, and she took the time to go back and get Jones. And I think that's a, a misconception. I don't think that's what's happening here at all. Um, I think she's doing her business. She goes into the shuttle. She flips all the switches she needs to flip. Obviously, it's prepped and ready to go. And we got seven more minutes for Parker and Lambert to get the coolant tanks. And she hears Jones. Now... She doesn't go anywhere to get Jones. She's going back to meet Lambert and Parker and help them with the coolant. So if she goes into a ladder way, she continues to hear Jones. I think this is natural human behavior. I think any one of us would try to find this cat, this poor cat in this situation. Now, if it were one minute left and she had to get to that shuttle, I don't think that Ripley's... Basically, what I'm saying is she's getting Jones along the way. She didn't take time and go. She's not a crazy cat lady that went back and to get the cat despite her friends being killed, which seems to be the assumption that a lot of people have about this scene. Yeah. She grabs the cat carrier yeah, and then she's going to grab the cat and she's going to leave the cat right there next to the entrance to the shuttle. Yeah. So there's nothing really going back for the cat about this, but for some reason I even admit thinking that she goes back for the cat, but well, it's not the case at all. I think it's partially, you know, Mitch going all the way back to when you first saw the movie and you were an avid reader of magazines and they were setting up this cat lady image of Ripley. I think it might've been seated there. And when people had this idea that she was a cat lady, well, that's what this scene's about. Because if you don't watch it closely, you might think that if you don't think about the rules that have been laid out for the sequence, the seven minute time clock, you might think that, but it's not the case. But don't you think also, which is what I thought when I saw it for the first time. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's something inside that cat. Yeah. Yes. We, we've talked about yeah. now. I never did because I was way, by the time I saw this movie, I was way past that. But when it okay. first came out, oh yeah, everybody was thinking that that's, it's sure. it has something to do with yeah, the yeah. cat and it's going to be in yeah, the cat. Yeah. When she gets yeah, into the yeah. shuttle, it's going to jump out of the cat or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so basically what she's doing here is she, she's saving the cat, as they say, as the book is titled. And that's fine. It's just, she's human and she's going to get the cat. So I just don't think. I just want to make sure out there, I'm sure other people will have their points of view on this, but I think it's a misconception that needs to be dispelled. 
We do have this nice plot engine, though, running alongside that business when we go to Parker and Lambert in that beautiful big shot, mm-hmm. tracking along with them with lights blasting right into the lenses, giving us lens flares. I would once again mention that Parker's flamethrower isn't activated, but that's right. okay. And they go in to start uh, grabbing coolant and, frankly, making a hell of a lot of noise. <sighs> yeah. So here we go, um, especially considering that the, that the flamethrower is not activated, Mitch. Are we once again giving Lambert the job that she shouldn't be doing? First of all, those coolant tanks don't look light. Uh, She looks like she's struggling a little bit when she's carrying them throughout this minute. And and then given her (laughs) tendency to be panicky and over, like overdo everything, isn't she the worst person to be grabbing the big, he's the one, he's just standing there. Why isn't isn't Parker helping out? He should say, Hold this flamethrower, point it at something, and shoot. If she doesn't know how to use a flamethrower or something, I don't know what else the reason why he's, he's not the one. He's the macho guy protecting the the woman. You know, I bet yeah. he. I bet you'd have to pry that flamethrower out of his hands because he is not going to let go of that thing. He's going to be yeah. the protector, even if she's throwing hands around and making noise. I mean, it's hard not to wonder then in in subsequent scenes how that would have played out had had we reversed this situation. And Parker's the guy grabbing the canisters. And <laughs> there's two ways this could have gone. Lambert freezes like she does and doesn't do anything and everybody dies anyway. Or Lambert sets everybody on fire. Sets everybody on fire. <laughs> Parker, the monster, and then she runs back to join Ripley on the shuttle. It's, uh, it's, it was crazy what happened. Let's get out of here. Yeah. But anyway, she Lambert definitely should not be the one clanking these things around because, man, it goes all wrong. And obviously, does the alien know where they are already or does she signal the alien? I guess that's a question. I don't know, but it's not going to work out. I mean, I think it's <laughs> she's making an awful lot of noise. So she's not helping anybody. She even, she even opens one of the canisters on accident and starts hissing all over the place. This is a great moment, though, where you can definitely see that it, we, multiple cameras are covering the action. And it's pretty cool. It's it's. Uh, Mm-hmm. It's, it's beautiful. You got the big shot, and you've got the smaller size with the reduced depth of field, uh, and it's very suspenseful. You know, it's a good plot engine to keep us moving ahead. And we know they're probably both doomed. Yeah, I guess there's that. Ian, did you think when you saw this that they were going to make it out alive? These two? No, no. I always thought it was going to be her on her own, probably with the cat. <laughs> no, no. It was. It, it was meant to be. Bring on Alien Two. That's what I say. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that about does it for this 90th minute. Yeah. Ian, thanks so much for joining us. Listen, it's been an absolute honor and a joy, and thank you both very much. You want to tell everybody one last time where they can find you if they would like to tweet your way? Yeah, you can tweet me. Tweet me at any time you want on Ian, I-A-N, McLeese, all one word, M-C-N-E-I-C-E, 1950. Ian McLeese, 1950. And you can find us at AlienMinute.com. Follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Leave us a review if you would. That'd be great. You can follow us on Twitter at AlienMinutePod or on Instagram at AlienMinutePodcast. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. We'll see you next week for Minute number 91.